0: Gorgeous, and welcome to the eCommerce Uncomplicated podcast, the place to be if you want to see your online brand absolutely thrive. I'm Lisa Jones, eCom expert, multi-million dollar brand founder, and mum. I now spend my days helping women all around the world to grow their brands. The E-Commerce Uncomplicated podcast breaks down all the aspects of running a successful business into simple, actionable steps delivered in easy to follow, bite-sized chunks. If you're thinking of starting your own product brand, or you already have a brand that's growing, then you are in the right place, my love. Let's get started. This is e-commerce uncomplicated. Hello, and welcome, my darling, to another episode of my podcast. Today, I want to share with you five strategies to sell more online. They're things for you to consider. You may already be doing some of these, some of them you might not. And so I'm here to have a conversation with you today about maybe ways that you could drive the needle of your sales up a little and reconsider some of these strategies. So the reason I'm doing this today, this podcast, is that I, I so regularly meet women who have e-commerce brands where the sales are a little stagnant. They've maybe gone backwards a little. Perhaps they're a little weary themselves. Maybe the sales are just not growing. I've got a couple of hundred clients myself, plus all the beautiful women in my communities, uh, which amounts to several thousand women with e-commerce brands, right? So I feel I feel like I'm plugged in. And I feel like what I hear a lot from women is that they're just weary of trying to figure out what they're not doing in their brands and how to get more sales. Today's podcast is just about pulling together five different strategies that I want to make sure you're doing inside your brand to make sure that you're having the best crack at growing your sales that you possibly can. So here's the first one, and this is a really cool strategy. It's about finding brand lovers. There's a lot of different ways you could describe this topic. We can talk about brand ambassadors, brand reps. I call them brand lovers because what we're looking for in this is not paid influencer spots. That's a different strategy altogether, and that's not for every brand. But what every brand needs to find is a number of clients or customers who absolutely adore their products, and in return for free product, they give back to the brand free content. So this is a little like having content creation for you. Now, this can look like a whole bunch of different things. So I'm going to just roughly outline a few of the ways you can do this. And you might already be doing this or you might have thought about doing this, but I'm going to give you some tips today that will help you do it really well. So what you want to do is hold a competition or post out to your audience, if you already have a reasonably large following, to advertise that you're looking for brand reps and they need to apply. They need to go through a process of following a certain set of criteria, including giving you a little video of why they should be a good brand rep. And it isn't necessarily that they have a big following themselves. What you're looking for is, is there... Content that they are creating on brand with yours? Are they a photographer? Are they good at reels? Do they have the right age baby for your products? Do they have the right look and feel for your brand? Would they be a good match for your brand? And can they create content for you? Because I'm willing to bet that one of the things that exhausts you the most about your brand is having to think each day of the week what am I going to post today? How am I going to engage my audience today? And in order to be able to have fantastic. Content, you don't need to create it all my love. You just need to find people who use your products, who love your products, and who feed back to you in return for your product. A new post each week, maybe to their audience, and a couple of videos that you can use in your reels or stories, a couple of really cool sets of photos. It might be a review. They might give you some user-generated content. It might be a before and after picture before they started using your product, after they started using your product. It could be a really beautiful statement about how much they love your product that you can use as as authority piece on your website. There's a million different ways that you can use brand lovers. And we haven't even talked about how to get traffic from these brand lovers. I'm purely talking about content creation from your brand reps or brand lovers today. But that is one strategy that I want you to consider doing. There's another strategy that I want to talk about today is working on your optimization, your conversion rate optimization on your website. Now we call this CRO or the UX, the user experience, but what it means is that your website is converting, right? It's so important. Now, if you haven't heard me talking about this before, I love that we talk not about a website, but about an online store because they're two different things. You don't just have a website, you have an online store. And for many of you, it's the only place you're selling. And so it becomes really, really important that your online store is beautiful, that it tells a story, that it engages, that it helps people decide if they can know, like, and trust us, and that it actively helps you sell more online. That it isn't a hindrance to your brand, that it's an addition, that it's an asset to your brand. If you had a bricks and mortar store, for example, so think of yourself as somebody now who has a shop in a street, would you leave the store with no walls and floors? Would you put something in the window, a poster, and leave it there for five years in a row? Probably not. Or probably if you did, you wouldn't sell a lot from your store because people would walk past once and they'd be like, meh, boring. I don't even see that store from now on. It doesn't exist. It's invisible to me. So when you have an online store, we want your store to be engaging. We want people who might come to your website multiple times. Each time they come, it might look a little different. You might change your hero banner over, which is the first banner at the top of your website beneath your logo that allows people to immediately decide if they want to continue to scroll or if they bounce. So it's really important for us that we get your website freshened regularly. This is a really important part of being an online store owner. And I want you to consider a couple of things here. Now, I could literally talk about how to make your conversion rate optimization of your website. I could talk about this for the next 24 hours straight. There is so much to tell you, but you don't have 24 hours. You're like, Lisa, I've gotta be in a meeting in 15 minutes, so I'm gonna make it snappy. There's a couple of things that I want you to focus on here. I want you to be branded consistently. That means that if they come off a Facebook ad and they land on your website, or if they find you on Instagram and they come to your website, that all of them look and feel the same. One of the mistakes I see many brands make if they have agencies who create certain parts of this process for them is that they look different. The ads look completely different to the website. The website looks completely different to the socials. Please don't do that. Make sure you're branded consistently everywhere and make sure you sell on the solution that your product is bringing to that person's life. So often we focus on the features and benefits. You know, We have seven different types of skincare cream. So what? Nobody cares about that. What does the skincare cream do for your customers? How does it transform their problem with a solution? It might be that you have the world's best acne cream, right? Maybe you've got a solution that will completely change the aging of their skin. Like find the problem within which they are landing on your website looking for a solution. And in the hero banner, when you tell them that you have their solution, man, they're not going to leave your site. One of the ways you can tell if this is working or not is by looking at Google Analytics and looking at your pages per session. If you only have one or two pages per session, that means that when somebody lands on your website, they're bouncing again really quickly. It means you haven't nailed this messaging. You need to be getting to at least three, but preferably five pages per session, because that means that they're actively engaged with your brand. They're interested. They're looking for you to solve their problem, and they're looking to buy. If you get to five pages per session on average, but your sales are not good enough, well, you haven't got a good enough product page because they're already there. They're already on your product page. They want to buy from you, and we need to work on your product page. We also want you to look bigger than you are. This means that if they land on your website and you have your mobile number at the top, ba that instantly makes you look like a little brand. If they land on your website and it looks homemade, that's not a good sign. People are sheep largely speaking, and they want to follow other people. They want to know that if they're going to buy from you because you've got more than a thousand five-star reviews, well, that's trustworthy. They're like, yep, that's a brand I want to buy from. So make your brand always look bigger than you are. That is a really important tip. Strategy number three is to get their email sign up. So when somebody lands on your website or your socials, you want to be making sure that you're getting their email address, even if they're not buying from you today, it absolutely should be a core strategy that you're getting their email address to sign up on something that you have on your socials or your website, because my loves, then you get to nurture them over time. They say in a marketing sense that it takes something like seven or eight touches. For somebody to see your brand before they buy from you. So you absolutely have to be nurturing them on email, sending them a really beautiful flow series that you set up in your email marketing software, where you are engaging with them about why they should buy from your brand. And I don't mean that you're actively selling to them. A nurture sequence is where you're sharing, educating, storytelling, inspiring, engaging, asking them to engage with you, to share back like This is how we have a sustainable long-term relationship with a client base. It's really important. So make sure on your homepage that you have an email sign up. That for me usually looks like a pop-up. And just above your footer, another banner where you ask them to give their email address in return for a 10% discount off their first order. It may be an exit intent pop-up. It may be a freebie that you give them on socials to engage with them, to get their email address signed up, which brings me really beautifully into point number four today, which is middle of funnel retargeting. Okay. So this is where we have top of funnel, which is cold and awareness building. Then we have middle of funnel. This is where we're nurturing leads who have already found us once, and we're wanting to bring them back and actually convert them into a sale. So that is exactly what we're trying to do with our email signups. We're trying to get them from our socials to look at our website because when they land on our website and they look at it, they then do this really cool thing where our pixels on our website, which are connected to our Facebook business manager, allows us to be able to bring ads up in front of them on Facebook and Instagram saying, I know you've been on my website. Here's an ad to try and entice you to come back again. It's a really important part of our marketing. And if you have a low budget for marketing, I want you to focus purely on middle of funnel retargeting ads. It could be for as little as five bucks a day, maybe 10 bucks a day that you have a a retargeting series, maybe three or four ads set up. Hey, I noticed that you didn't purchase when you're on our website or an abandoned cart ad, or maybe it's just a, did you know we do this really cool thing, right? By putting it in front of them, You're doing it on email if you've got their email sign up, you're doing it on Facebook ads if you've got their traffic to your website and you can retarget to them. They are super important places to be capturing and regenerating and nurturing that lead to try and convert them to a sale. Super important strategies. Now, point number four if you haven't already done wholesale, let's just really quickly talk about the beast that is wholesale. If you have your own products and you have something that you think could be sold in someone else's bricks and mortar store, this is what we call wholesale, and it's a really important aspect of your business. Now, the downside to wholesale is that you lose some margin, a significant chunk of margin, because the store themselves need to have that margin in order to be able to sell it. Generally speaking, they want somewhere like 30 to 50% margin on your product. So if, if it's sold at an RRP of $10, they probably want to buy it for $5 or $6 a piece, which means means your margin is so much lower, but, and this is the big ah, but today, I want you to consider wholesale as a marketing tool. Yep. You heard me right. What if you don't make a lot of money on wholesale, but what if it gets your product on shelves, which means new customers find you. Now, again, this is not for every brand, but let me just quickly set the scene. Back in the days when I was building my eco nappy brand, Eco Originals, something I'm immensely proud of, a couple of million dollars a year turnover. One of the things that I did really cleverly was I got my nappies on shelves in 350 stockists around Australia. And what that meant is that by having product on shelves, mamas were going into stores and they were seeing our product for the first time. They were buying a bag of our nappies for the first time, taking it home, trying it on their little ones, deciding they loved it. And the interesting thing about the world we live in right now, being such a high touch digital environment Is that we are inherently curious beings. That means that when we love a brand, we will likely go and engage with them on social media. I do. If I find something, might be a food brand or a restaurant or a a product that I've purchased, I instantly go to Instagram and I find them. And if they don't have an Instagram presence, I don't know. I don't love it, right? If they do have an Instagram presence, I'm like, woo! I'm going to follow them and engage with them, right? I'm going to tell them. I'm going to post a photo of their product and I'm going to tag them and I'm going to tell them how much I love. It and I'm going to decide if I love this brand and if I'm going to start to follow it. So consider wholesale as a form of marketing, my darlings. It is a really valid way for new people to find your brand. So that's it from me today. I hope that those five strategies to help you sell more online can transform your sales this month for you and give you certainly a few things to think about. By the way, If you want to know how to optimize your website more, I actually have a free resource on my website called 25 Tips to Double Your Sales. Jump over to my website, lisajones.co and grab that download today. I hope wherever you are in the world, my love, that you have a smashing day full of actionable strategies that help you grow your brand today and give yourself a big squidgy hug from me.